Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. Tiffany and I are so looking forward to our wonderful topic today, which is why forgiveness is my other favorite F word though, which (laughs) happens to be the second chapter of my book. But before we get into that, I wanted to personally thank all of you who have posted things on social media, who have sent messages, who have texted me if you have my phone number, a few of you sent emails just to say thank you for the first chapter of my book last week on audio. Your encouragement, yeah, it just means the world to me. And I'm so glad to see so many of you were touched. I'm very sorry about the tears for those of you who are driving because <laughs> that was a whole thing in the messages that I got. So I'm sorry about that. But I'm so, so thankful that you guys loved the audio um, of chapter one. And I look forward to going through this next month with you guys, Tiffany and I together about my book. So let's talk a little bit about forgiveness, which actually legit is my other favorite F word. Wait, what Ashley, you? what's you like your what's your first favorite F word? Well, I mean, there's a story in my book about it, so I'm not going to tell you. You'll have to, Ooh. that's like a little, you know, it's a little teaser. Little and teaser. It, it's a, it has to do with the YMCA um, when I was in fifth grade and um, Mrs. Lester. So you just need to know that this story will change your whole life. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I feel like everyone needs a Mrs. Lester in their life. Literally everyone does. I mean, she will whip you into some kind of shape. Believe me. <laughs> oh, that is too good. Mm-hmm. Too good. Okay. And listeners, I want to apologize for my babbling ending to last week's episode because I couldn't stop my tears and my feelings about how I felt about (laughs) Ashley's book. And you were all forced to listen to it. So thank you for that. But it just goes to show um, how powerful the written and spoken word is. And Ashley's story is one that is going to resonate with thousands upon thousands. And so thank you for being a part of that, listeners. You are the early adapters. And you can, Mm -hmm. again, in the show notes today, you can pre-order buy one for you, buy one for a friend. And Ashley, can you tell them about some little goodies if they get on it and don't sit on their hands, but if they really get on it and Mm pre-order, isn't there some goodies they get? There are so many goodies. So we have this awesome little video bundle that I made for you about truth telling. So it's everything from how to tell your story, how to tell the truth about yourself and some indicators of your calling. So if you're someone who are like, Hey, I don't know what my calling is. Figuring out how to do that. These videos would really be a blessing to you. I made them just for you. And then we have this awesome digital bundle. So you have all kinds of wallpapers for your cell phones. If you'd like to all kinds of great quotes from the book, like do no harm, but take no mess. And just some great quotes that you will love having on your phone. And then also have 20% off to Horatio printing which is my favorite planner. I buy it oh, every single year. So nice. so good. Yeah, I just brought bought their um their fall into next summer planner and it came in the mail yesterday. It says it's gray and it says in gold the best is yet to come and it has great mm. ways for you to plan and all kinds of stuff. It's really wonderful. So I highly recommend that. They also have soap devotionals. So if you really like to study the Bible through the soap method, um, they have these amazing, gorgeous journals. And there's a few other little goodies on there too, but but those are the, the main ones that I think you guys will really love. So it's easy to Ooh. find on my website as well. So the pre-orders are legit. Yeah, check the show notes for that. All the information is there. You are not going to want to miss out. All right, back to the F word, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Ashley, why... Why is forgiveness so vital, especially mm-hmm. in a time when people are so divided? And yes. I think even 
dare I say, the tendency to lean toward hate. I think the ultimate mm-hmm. antidote for that is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So what would you say? Um, when you think about forgiveness, who comes to mind? What comes to mind? Mm-hmm. Well, I think about forgiveness for me, one of the biggest processes, and I'm sure some of you listening will be able to relate to this, but when I was struggling with unforgiveness, I felt like a fractured person. Like I felt like Mm. every room I went into, I had to be a different person. It felt like a whole bunch of little Ashleys running around on the earth and based on who I had forgiven and who I hadn't forgiven or who I was suspicious of because of who I hadn't forgiven, then I would go into one room and act one way and go into a different room and act another way because I was hurt and because I was broken. And it literally felt like everything in me was fractured. And so the reason I love forgiveness, and this is the line that I think about all the time, is that forgiveness leads to wholeness. It leads to us putting all of our personalities in their place (laughs) and stopping this need to constantly be like a little chameleon where every room we go into, we have to be different or act different or walk in fear, cover ourselves up with pretending and performing or cover ourselves up with some kind of aggressive or regressive nature because we need to hide um, from others. And so I think forgiveness leads to wholeness and that's the, the real power and the real truth. And you said something so powerful, Tiffany, you know, I have always said that the very heart of forgiveness is hatred. Mm. So when we are unwilling to forgive, we are really saying, I hate this person or I hate myself. And so that's the reason we won't be able to forgive. So to me, the central root of unforgiveness is hatred. And it breeds so many things. It breeds anger. It breeds rage. It breeds shame. It breeds fear. It breeds insecurity. It breeds jealousy and envy and competition and so many things that are, of course, all those are natural human emotions. But when we have unforgiveness attached to them, they turn into something so much more. It feels like we have a million enemies living on the inside of us. And it feels like daggers in the heart at all times. And we wonder who can we trust and who's safe and everything is suspect. And so forgiveness leads to wholeness, and that's why we need it so desperately. I think also to add to that, I love how you said there's so many enemies within us. That is the most beautiful imagery, and we're a slave to them. We're a slave to them in our unforgiveness. We bow to them, and we ascribe weight and glory to them. Mm -hmm. And we don't even realize, I think, the emotional, physical, relational, uh, you know, mental ramifications there's the word people there's the word i I needed a minute (laughs) but i was like i'm fishing hold on give me a second it's coming it's coming the ramifications and such (laughs) well they know who we are ashley by now if they can't yes wait a second they probably thinking like oh listeners my phone is froze no tiffany (laughs) (laughs) tiffany's thinking of the right word that's what she was looking Um, for a word (laughs) (laughs) as she often does (laughs) <laughs> uh, but honestly, the ramifications of that, I think yes. we underestimate the effects of that on us and how it how it affects how we see other people, how we see yes. ourselves, how we love other people. Yes. Unforgiveness and that just holding on to that hatred really is suffocating and poisonous to yes. ourselves. And I love how you said it's to live a whole self. And that's exactly what came to my mind yes. as well. Because we are who we were intended to be when we forgive others, when we are willing to go the extra mile, even mm, if they don't deserve it. Yes. Yes, that's it. I mean, I used to want to wait till, you know, somebody had really done something like they've really like asked for forgiveness or they have changed behavior or they're, you know, realized what they did was wrong. And then I would be able to forgive them. And so it always required closure when I used to 
to try to forgive others. But the truth is many of the times that we are required to forgive so that we can be free and we can be whole, the other person doesn't even get to participate. Yeah. And sometimes I think we let people live in our heads and our hearts for way too long. Like someone did something to us when we were little or somebody, a teacher, a coach, a family member said something or did something. And sometimes it's unforgivable. Unforgivable. Maybe they did the or said the unimaginable. But at the same time, we have to learn to let that go with or without their participation because mm. we are the ones who are held cap- captive. Yeah. And it is possible to do that. It's possible to not have someone change or to not have another person do something in order for us to begin to f- the process of forgiveness. And you guys heard my story. And if you've been with us for a long time, you've heard Tiffany's story. So you know that we have overcome impossible odds, both of us. And I think that it's really important to remember that not everybody that we needed to forgive participated in our process. Yes. And there are many people who never said sorry to me that I had to forgive and I had to let it go. And it wasn't easy, but it was necessary. It was necessary soul work. And one of the things I think that helps us forgive is recognizing vows um, that we make that hinder forgiveness. And so I think about when I was um, when I was sexually assaulted on campus in college, I thought to myself, I will never allow myself to be vulnerable again. I will never put myself in a position where I'm out of control. I will never allow a person to be intimate with me in this way. I will never let anybody in emotionally because I don't want them to have the power to hurt me physically. And so I made these vows that then impact how I see the world, that impact my future dating relationships, that then impact the choices I make within dating relationships. And so I think that's what is so hard about unforgiveness is that we make these vows, you know, or maybe somebody said something about our appearance. So we begin to hate that part of ourselves and we begin to hide it or cover it up. Or maybe we suffered sexual abuse. So we gain a lot of weight to make sure that nobody really ever sees us. Or perhaps we have some deep rooted pain in family, but we're like, hey, I never want to be in a family again. I never want to do that again. Or a coach tells us that we're stupid or we're dumb or a teacher said those types of words for us. So then we start to think to ourselves, well, I'm never going to be able to do that. I'm never, 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 never. And we make all these powerful vows that then impact the trajectory of our life. And those vows not only impact the trajectory of our life, but they also determine who we are in every environment, which is why we begin to feel so fractured. It's why we don't feel whole because we feel like we have to protect and pretend and perform. But what unforgiveness does is unlock those vows. Yes, I was sexually assaulted, but that does not mean that I can never be emotionally intimate and physically intimate and safe at the same time. That's important for me to know that that vow I used to make to myself is not true, or it would be hindering the intimacy I have in my marriage now. Do you guys see what I'm saying? So Mm. it's really important. Unforgiveness leads to the, because it's rooted in hatred, leads to these vows that we make that then determine all of our decisions. And we cannot allow that to happen. It's so powerful, isn't it? It's so necessary. I think that when we understand that we were built to forgive, we realize that it's a gift. It's a gift for us to continually become the person God intended us to be. And without it, there's no way to grow through that hatred, to go through that betrayal. You know, I often think we think the opposite of love is, hey, I think the opposite of love is betrayal. And when we feel betrayed by people we love or perhaps our job or whatever the case may be, it's so important to remember that forgiveness is not only the way through, it's the gift in the process. It's the gift on the journey. And without it, we Mm -hmm. would not become the person that we were intended to be. Mm -hmm. What would you say, when I think of forgiveness, I'm like, okay, who... Who am I offering to forgiveness on a regular basis? It's usually mm-hmm. the people closest to us, right? The, it's the little digs. I think yep. my kids, when they be yep. crazy, 
Yep. I'm like, which oh, happened today Jesus. at Target when I was buying these expensive school supplies. My list was like 20 deep. Tiffany, I don't know if anybody out there relates to me, but I was like, I do not have $120 in my budget this month for these school supplies. It was so much. I couldn't Bless even believe it. I was like, why? Yes, I'll buy you freezer quart ba- bag, Ziploc bags that you Seriously? need. I'm like, what are these used for? Oh, you what know what the, the best heck? part is? You know what the best part is? I know we probably have some teachers listening. So thank and you for your you. service. We're grateful for you. Thank you for your service. I just but if don't our have district, it. I don't could have it. Pull it together. <laughs> we could all pay like ten dollars, and we could buy this in bulk. Yes, I don't know. get a discount from Crayola. Anything. I don't know. Anything. Um, no, I we dropped off school supplies last night, and you know it's like this heaviest bag. We roll in, like put everything in the right spot. And it was one of those moments when you realize, oh, this isn't any of this isn't for him. It just gets put in a pot and then they just distribute it. So whether you bought whatever, it doesn't matter if you bought the cheapest or the most inexpensive because it's all or the most expensive. It's all going in a pot. No names on it. Nothing. I was like, correct. There we go. Well, which as a person of equity, I really love. However, I do. I'm just saying this is completely out of hand. Yeah. I just feel like there's maybe a better way we could. There has to be. There has to be. I mean, I don't mind buying three boxes of tissues, but if we could, (laughs) maybe you could have a mid-year list that I need to fulfill, like a beginning of the list. It was, it was a chunk of change. I'm not going to lie. And I had a coupon, I had a coupon, but I was like, snap, Target. No joke. And then my kids were acting up because I wouldn't buy them Legos. (gasps) Yes. They wanted to go get other stuff, right? I was like, do you realize (laughs) how much money I'm spending on you? He's like, yeah, but it's not for me. It's for school. I'm like, oh, child. Mm. Yep. We went through mm. the same thing. I'm like, they are one in the same, son. They are one in the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's earmarked for child that it's going to child. No. Again, I just want to say, teachers, thank you for all we you love do. love you. For oh, real. my gosh. We're crazy about you. Yep. You chose your life's work to be caring for other people's children and teaching them. I just can't even thank you mm-hmm. enough. You are yep. a saint in my book. You are. And at the end of the day... I will buy you double the amount of school supplies for you to teach my child. So there we go. I'll do what's if in that's budget, what it takes, sister. But yes, I want I want to support the cost. I mean, they might be from the dollar <laughs> store, but I'll get them. Right there, it is. <laughs> oh, I think for me too. The kicker, I'm like, I get that. They, and my husband used to be an elementary school teacher, so mad respect. Yeah, so you know he this. says he says you have to buy like. You know, it specifically will say, buy Crayola crayons, buy Crayola markers, buy Crayola twistables, you know, all these things. That he yes. Used. And I'm like, why can't I just buy the Up and Up brand? And he's mm-hmm. like, truly, there is a difference. Like, it, it, they know what they're doing. They've got a good patent on that <laughs> formula. And, oh, yeah, I know, right? I'm oh, like, oh, Crayola, just take my money. They know what they're doing. Take my dollars. And they but do. They work, though. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> I know. You, I will say, though, I was trying to... <laughs> Give my son some autonomy when we're in this at Target. I'm like, okay, here's the list. Um, you know, you have $35. Of course, it ended up being more than that. But to, to get everything on this list, say, like, why don't you go around? And he he's like, um, there's like a million people, you know, <laughs> in the area, right. the back to school area. I'm like, he's like, yeah, no, you're going to have to help me with this one. This isn't happening, lady. You need to yes. help me with this. I don't know what this is. He's like, what's Ticonderoga? I don't know what you're <gasps> talking about. Like That. I didn't know what it was either, so I just bought a bunch of random pencils because I don't oh, know what yeah, that is. Oh, yeah, Ticonderoga. Yes, I couldn't brand. even find it. Yeah, I had no clue. Target was sold out, I so sadly I did not buy the Ticonderoga brand. Yeah, I didn't either because I couldn't Dixon find Dixon Ticonderoga number two. There they oh, did you see you all the rage? You doing. That was exactly on mine, but I had no idea yeah. what it was. Yeah, there you go. Um, 
Also, I can't believe how many Sharpies they need. That is permanent marker for a child. We, we have, have gone Sharpies. through we've gone through many Apollos. We we we've had to bury I don't know up maybe seven Polos with permanent marker on them because oh you can't gosh. wear. Yeah. Anyway, there's that. Anywho, back to forgiveness. For, oh, phew, I was forgiven. And then, and then, you ready for this? I said, hey, buddy, can you push the cart while I'm looking? He's like, oh, I have my coffee in my hand. I was like, oh, no, he didn't. That he is did. hysterical. I'm he sorry did. I would have fell out. Oh, my gosh. And then, even better, he bumps me and I spill my coffee. And I was like, okay, okay, you and your little baby Chino vanilla steamer over yes, there. We, can we've gotten come the help order push is the cart. wrong here. The order is out of order here. Let's, let's, for him literally to God say, intended. oh, I can't do it. <laughs> He's to him to say, I can't do it. So all that to say, listeners, this was a moment on a very small scale. We've talked about the big things to forgive. Yeah. Uh, how people have harmed and hurt us against our will. Yep. They've taken something from us. And truly the way out is forgiveness. But I think those micro moments of realizing yeah. forgiveness is the answer in this moment or this is going to build. Yes. I think resentment over time is unforgiveness piled on top of each other. It like totally blocks. is. Yes. You know, and it just piles yes. up. And before you know it, you're like, I'm going to explode at this person or at this situation or at this issue. Yep. And if we would have gone back to those micro moments and thought, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to forgive. I'm yeah. not going to let this stick to me That's right. and eat at me. Right. Because this is not who I'm intended to be. Right. This is not who I'm intended to be. And I think also, I, <laughs> this is something that I have really tried to instill. Scripture memory is, you know, it can be difficult if, the, if you're not, if you don't lean toward memory, it can be difficult. But if there's a few scriptures I want my kids to know early on, it's the fruit of the Spirit. Mm, and just totally. understanding the fruit of the Spirit is this and being able to just have that within them and that be their first response when something yeah. pricks or pokes at them that they can respond with the fruit of the spirit because i think where the fruit of the spirit is which is the character of jesus by the way when we can respond with that i think that that just makes such um such good room for forgiveness yes i think that's really really powerful and it also opens up the door for great conversations, right? Because sometimes forgiveness is compounded in our close relationships because we haven't yet learned how to communicate honestly and with kindness. And so it's okay to say the things that are bothering you. I'm not talking about nagging someone every time they do one little thing that drives you crazy, but I am talking mm. about having conversations within your household of like, hey, when you do this, it really makes me feel like this. Is that what you intended? So right. there can be open dialogue about how we can walk together in freedom and forgiveness. And I think too, the the Christian witness should be one big, I'm sorry, you know, because we're not supposed to be rooted in pride. And I think what would it look like if we were Christians who were just so willing to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know what? You're right. I didn't see it that way. Or I, I didn't understand the full context or I didn't recognize that it was impacting you this way. I'm sorry. And there was no, but attached to it or anything right. else. It's just an, I'm sorry. So I think not only should we be great people who are able to forgive, but then also people who are quick to say, I'm sorry, when we hurt someone from the little things all the way up to the big things just taking ownership and responsibility of us not being perfect <laughs> like we're we're broken people all of us and it's really important in our close relationships that we get great at forgiving and also saying sorry and owning up to our mistakes and owning up to when we do things wrong or when we when we hurt each other over and over again i think it's really important to do that cody always says that a marriage is made up of a good marriage is made up of two forgivers and a great marriage mm. is made up of two forgivers who are also willing to serve and i'm like man that's oh, so that's good, good. Like we, yeah, we stay in 
And even though that's a context for marriage, it's also a great practice within friendships. It's a great practice for parenting. It's a great practice on our jobs to just be people who walk in forgiveness, who are willing to both extend it and also admit when we get it wrong. And then people who serve, like seeing a need and meeting it, being a person who's willing to go just do a little something extra for the people that are in our lives on a consistent daily basis. It really matters. It really does. And I think it's easier to be passive aggressive than to offer up forgiveness or ask for forgiveness. Yes, I think that there is so much room, as you said, the Christian response should be, I'm sorry, I love that. I think that's Mm -hmm. beautiful and it is so Mm -hmm. necessary. And I love how you said in those everyday relationships, the ones, you know, close friends, coworkers, um, family, whoever that may be, um, I think that we find it easier because we don't want to quote unquote rock the boat. So we're like, you know what? Let's just sit in our passive-aggressive resentment mm-hmm. versus going forward like, hey, that hurt me. Because right. we don't want to be seen as soft or insecure. Right. But really, if we're going to grow into a whole person, we have to move forward and offer forgiveness and be able to share when we've been hurt and harmed. And and honestly, the moments that my friends have come to me and have said, hey, that hurt. It was something, you know, maybe from a year ago or six months ago. But it aided them, and they really were able to realize. It took a minute, perhaps. Yes. But they were really able to realize like this. And my response has been, and I, I'm, I'm not saying this to brag, trust me. I am imperfect. I as imperfect gets. But my first response is, thank you for the opportunity to repent and ask yeah, forgiveness. I love that and so that much. And that makes room for connection. Yes, it, it makes does. room for connection and vulnerability. And that's what strong relationships are made out of. As you just said, I love that. And those who can serve one another. Just like you said, for marriage or other relationships, it's so important. So instead of the passive aggressive way. And you know what? Here's the crazy thing for believers. This is so easy to hide because it's not physical, right? We can't see. It's not tangible. So we're like, oh, I can be passive aggressive and resentment. I'm a good person, right? But really, to be the woman or man God intended you to be, forgiveness is part of that makeup. It's part of that journey. Yes, And we can't live without it. That's exactly right. And it also breeds trust. That's the one thing I wanted to add to what you're saying. It's so powerful. It's like when you're able to forgive each other and say sorry and share honestly what your needs are or things that might have hurt you or something that you'd like to see change in the relationship, then that breeds trust. It's like, oh, you're a safe person because you're going to be honest with me. I really appreciate that. I'm so sorry. You know, like that is a breeding ground for trust. And every great relationship is built on trust and vulnerability. And and safety is the thing that keeps us together. And it helps us remain intimate over and over and over again even though we're broken people it's really powerful and life-giving absolutely we love forgiveness we're here for it you have to read the book to learn my other uh, my other favorite f word though and i'm very excited for you to see (laughs) (laughs) don't miss out everybody again all the details are in the show notes and we'll see you next week Bye. bye hey listeners remember to subscribe and comment it helps others to find the show To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit AshAbercrombie.org. See you next week.